The first loss of the 2023 season for the Philadelphia Eagles was a brutal one. 20-14 the final score in MetLife at the Meadowlands against the New York Jets. The postgame show coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. You are Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. It's the post-game show. Final score in New York or New Jersey, whatever. The Eagles, 14. The Jets, 20. Their undefeated season is over at 5-1, and one, and what a frustrating game. This is, you know, it's that cheesy saying of that team didn't win it, you lost it. Don't want to discredit what the Jets' defense did. Gino, they were incredible today without their two starting cornerbacks. They have now made life hell for three-star quarterbacks this year, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and now Jalen Hurts. But that loss was on the Eagles. That loss was on the offense more than outside of Jalen Hurts minus that last interception, more than anything else. That was just a collapse. The defense, don't include them in any of this. No, absolutely not. I won't. They played their hearts out. I think the Jets, shorthanded as well, played their hearts out, man. I mean, that's what football is. You can't preach who's toughest the longest and then fail to be tougher for four quarters because that's exactly what happened in this game. And it wasn't just toughness. It was just... I think sticking to your game plan and people were getting upset that they had a more imbalanced type of plan. I think the imbalance was Brian Johnson, not understanding that, Hey, we can't let Jalen hurts bail us out of third and seven, third and eight, third and nine. How you go into a game knowing your run is so good. Knowing that run game is so good. And then Lane Johnson goes out and it's like, this kid, Jack Driscoll, is getting obliterated over here by skates. Jermaine Johnson. It was unbelievable. They couldn't pass protect, and then they're like, all right, we're going to throw this kid 44 times, and it's like, okay, he did play pretty well. I thought he had a great first two quarters, and then when Jalen is like, hey, man, I'm picking up everything here. I get why he's trying to force these balls, and the decision-making, yeah, you can't do that. That's definitely on him. The first one's not on him. The second one... You can make the case the third one is definitely on him, but it's more on the Eagles offense and not having any semblance of what their identity is and sticking to it. Their identity is we are a very good run-based first football team, which helps open up the pass. And I get Sauce isn't in the game. DJ Reed isn't in the game. Jalen's going off in the first half. But in the two-minute drive when the game is on the line, we're throwing the ball. Why? Run the clock. Even the last one, you come out of that timeout, and you know you have the opportunity of that if we run it, we could still punt this ball, even if you are sure. playing scared, which is crazy that this yeah. Eagles team, as good as they are, we're playing scared, and our defensive line is going to go win this game. No, we come out, no motion. The only motion you get is to see if it's a zone look. Or no, that was the, the last one. But they don't get any motion. They say, just go run a stick route. And Jalen Hurts throws an interception that almost cost them again. And it's on the whole offense. It's on Nick Sirianni having to put some sort of 
leash on these guys, man. Like, when is Brian Johnson's leash, like, done? Like, we saw Mike grow in 2018. That was what we saw today. That was 2018 Mike yeah, Grow Eagles offense. That was I the Patriot. That was the Panthers game. That was the Tennessee game. It was embarrassing on all accounts from the offense. And the defense played freaking awesome. They're on pace to out sack what their total was oh, yeah, in 2022. No. I agree. And the defense was the one dealing with, I mean, obviously you lose Jalen, or I should say Lane Johnson on offense for injury. But when you look at the defense, I mean, how many starters were they down today? I mean, Reed Blankenship gets hurt at one point. They're already without Darius Slay and Jalen Carter. I mean, over and over again, you're seeing guys lose their health left and right on that side of the ball. And they're the reason that you probably should have won this game. But yeah, I mean, it's not as black and white as it's all on Brian Johnson. Gino, you're right. Like the, the coaching was egregious, but it's also on Jalen Hurts cannot have that interception. Devontae Smith cannot have as many uncharacteristic drops as he's had the last two weeks. You cannot expect to go your final few drives, interception, interception, fumble, miss field goal, punt, punt, and expect to beat anybody in the NFL. It doesn't matter who you're playing. It doesn't matter if you're playing Zach Wilson. When you're shooting yourselves in the foot that often, and you're playing an elite defense like that, that's very opportunistic, and you're dealing with the injuries on both sides like you used to pre-2022, you're not going to win many football games. And the frustrating part is, with all that being said, everything felt like it was going wrong. They still should have won this football game. Yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I mean, it's only good in horseshoes and hand grenades, right? I tweeted before this game, go out and handle business and play to your standard. They played down to the level of competition. That's truly what it was. Anybody not name A.J. Brown on offense and probably the three guys on the left side of the offensive line yeah. didn't play well. Dallas Goddard had inexplicable areas where he had drops. DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gainwell, Devontae yeah, Smith. Right. Those things can't happen. Four turnovers can't happen. And not to get a turnover on Zach Wilson and UF4 is crazy. Is I was going to say, when you're minus four in the turnover differential department, most games, 90% of those games, you're going to lose. You're going and, to lose. And I, yeah. if I'm on the, sorry to interrupt, but if I'm on the defense, Lou, I walk into that locker room and I say, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, what are you doing? We, had, we, pl- we pitched a perfect game and we got no run support. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, I don't think a long-term referendum of what this team is, but Finally, the mistakes caught up to them, Gino. Like each week, they mm-hmm. were getting better and better and cleaning things up, but the red zone offense continued to be an issue. They were still making the elite 2022 plays on offense that we saw all last year, but there were mistakes each game. We're like, okay, there's another bad turnover that they wouldn't really make last year. Like you have to clean those up. And then this game, it all just came like the damn broke. And again, I don't think that's the long-term representation of who this Eagles team is. The last few weeks, they have been getting better and better on offense. They looked nearly unstoppable last week, despite only a nine-point win. Um, And even this game, there were a ton of elite moments from your quarterback, Jalen Hurts, from A.J. Brown, from your pass rush, which, again, nearly carried you to a victory. So, But at the same time, it's like this should show them if you make mistakes like this, even against a team like the Jets, you're going to lose, let alone next week against the Miami Dolphins, let alone in a few weeks against that you know, gauntlet, the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco, Buffalo. You just you can't play football like that. And it was un- very uncharacteristic of this team because the Eagles, even with the last few games, like they've had a turnover here or there, but it never snowballed the way it did in, like in this game. 
we were always applauding Jalen that it didn't turn into that. And I was you always would say that exact thing is the thing with this team is they'll make mistakes, but they never yep. do it again and again. This game it was again and again. I was like, dude, are we watching Carson Wentz in that offense again? Like, why are we? Why are we doing this? And I, I get it's a tough spot. It's such a tough spot being a quarterback in the National Football League. Like the hairline of taking the risk when he is so good and he does make so many big plays, but then understanding that sometimes you have to live to see another day to his defense, man, Jalen had to carry that. Like their identity today was they like Brian Johnson and everybody Johnson. Get him out of here. They said, you have to be the one that wins this football game. It was, I tweeted out. It felt like it was Jalen hurts and AJ Brown versus the world on that side of the ball. When, does Brian Johnson get held accountable? When? It's frustrating because, again, there's just great like moments. Like the first quarter, there's two awesome back-to-back plays in the red zone with pre-snap motion and things you haven't seen before. And then it just it's, it's never for long with him. And it wasn't just him. It's very hard to call plays when Jack Driscoll cannot hang on for .3 seconds against any sort of edge rusher. So don't throw the ball 30 yards down right. field. That's that's <laughs> the other thing is, yeah, then start to run the football. Again, it's tough, though. I mean, the Jets defense, you got to give them credit. They are incredible. I mean, their front Absolutely. seven made it tough for an Eagles offensive line that's the best in football. So, again, it's, it's not black and white like this was on Brian Johnson. This was only on Jalen Hurts. This was only on Jack Driscoll. It was just a team collapse on that side of the ball. And on defense, I really just, like you said, Gino, I want to keep them out of that conversation because they were the only reason I think you had a shot for most of that game. Without a doubt, man. I mean, Hassan Reddick showed up. Milton Two Williams and a half sacks. showed up. He's got up. five and a half the last three games. I mean, it sucks that we can't be like highlighting that as the main part of the show. No, we, we have to go to the main point, and it's one of those things, Lou, where we've been saying, look at the Super Bowl with the defense last year, those things that continued to show up. Look what happened in the biggest moment. Well, the things on offense that were showing up week one through five, it's only week six. Today better be the biggest slap in the face where you're seeing stars, and when you come back to reality, you say, man, we, we got to scrap this thing. Like, whatever we're doing isn't working. And it's after the first 15 plays. Once Brian Johnson gets out of those scripted plays, it's it's like he's never called a game before. And yeah. that last quarter, I don't know what was happening. It's inexplicable what happened in that last quarter. There. No, I, I agree. And this football team has been very good this year for the majority of the time. And like you said, these mistakes, they can catch up to you. Last year, they got all the way to the Super Bowl. Like, these mistakes are not going to stop this team from being, I mean, they were 5-0, and regardless of those mistakes, because they're that talented. They're that elite in other areas. But it can cost you in a Super Bowl. And now, I like this because it's almost an earlier wake-up call. It's like, not only can it happen to you in Super Bowl 57 against the Chiefs, not just there, it can happen to you against a team like the New York Jets. So you have to stay on top of, I mean... Like they can say winning is all that matters. And that's what I said week two and three. I'm like, that's not true. Like the way you win when you're a Super Bowl contender or supposed contender absolutely matters. And today proves that because if they would have won this game, the way you would have won that game was not good enough. And so they have to be a lot better next week against the Miami Dolphins. We'll continue to get into this game coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. 20 to 14, the final score over the, or I should say, the New York Jets over the Philadelphia Eagles. And today's show is sponsored by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, 
Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I've been buying some awesome comedy tickets lately through Game Time. Eagles Bills I'm going to in a month. Game Time makes it easy. They're the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the app, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We also have another good one for you, our everydayers. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. If you don't know what Prize Picks is by now, it is the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. All you have to do is pick two to six players. Say, are they going to go more or less than their Prize Picks projection? You could take $10 and turn it into $250. That's 25 times your money. Get in on the action for Monday Night Football tomorrow and Prize Picks. Also has one of the most innovative things you will see in all of the daily fantasy sports. They have a reboot policy. What does that mean? If one of your players gets hurt in the first half, in college or NFL, whatever game you play, and that player doesn't come back for the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Now go today to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. For those on YouTube, see the link below. Everybody listening, once again, let's go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. It's the postgame show, 20-16 to 16 or 14, the final score. The Jets take it over the Eagles, who are now 5-1 and one on the year. Guys, football season is here. We're not enjoying it right now, but we have the majority of the time. Lockdown is kicking up our coverage with Lockdown NFL kickoff live. Each Friday, Lockdown is going to go live at 2 p.m. Eastern time on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel with hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs. They'll break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, all that and more. Find Lockdown NFL kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Do you know it's tough because like this, this loss, again, there's so many things that went wrong that the Eagles it was self-inflicted right um, on the offensive side of the ball the turnovers the drops the the play calling just the the random weird logic that just it never really made much sense what they were trying to do at the same time one thing that they could not control was losing Lane Johnson and hopefully and it sounds like the x-rays on his ankle came back negative which is good but talk about the Jenga the Jenga piece outside of Jalen Hurts, that you cannot afford to lose long-term, and we saw why today, you cannot afford to lose Lane Johnson long-term. I mean, Jack Driscoll today was just egregiously bad. They need, not only do they need Lane Johnson to stay healthy, but, you know, they have to have, I mean, whether it's Tyler Steen, I don't know what it is, but Driscoll cannot be your backup right tackle. And this is this was the problem last year, too, when Lane went down. Remember that Saints game? Driscoll was the liability. I mean, Lane is, the to me, the second most important player on this roster. I think he might be the most important eagle in the last 10 years. The curse of Chip Kelly. They look like a shell of who they are. I don't know who Chip hexed on the way out. It's like, oh, we're going to get you Lane Johnson. But anytime he doesn't play, you're going to lose a football game. And that's the thing that drives me nuts. It's like if I'm an OC and I know my best player on the offensive line goes down, I'm probably going to say, 
yeah, let's not try and throw the ball down the field. Like maybe let's run some outside zone to Jordan and Landon and Jason side. The three guys that I know are good. And let's not try and chuck this ball 45 yards down the field, even though the Jets are missing their corners. Like, let's just hit these quick slants. And the way Jalen was throwing accurate throws on these leverage type of routes, continue to do that. But it just seemed at no point where they're like, oh, we, we want to establish the run. It's like, no, we just want to pass the pass because we can. And that felt like 2021 Eagles, right? Like very early on where they're just throwing to throw the football. Yeah. And I, I liked the match. I, I did like the matchup, Lou. Like they had a lot of big plays that they could have hit on. But at the same time, it's like you know your run game is so good, and you know Lane Johnson is out of the football the issue, game. Though, Gino, I will say DeAndre Swift was averaging one point eight yards per carry. Like the Jets were locking. Oh, it down. definitely, definitely. And, you no, were, I, and I again, they didn't have corners. Like I kind of agree with the idea to throw the ball. The way Jalen Hurts was cooking too. I don't know, but not you don't need to throw it twelve yards down the field. Like when you have guys that have that sure. yard after yes, the catchability, yeah. you have to run that quick game. You have to get the quick game going. And they don't make it easy because they don't have motion. They don't have these easy looks where they can get guys just open in the middle of the football field. Everything has to take time. Mark Sanchez even talked about it. It's like Jalen lets these plays kind of settle in and then he works yeah. wonders because And with Jack Driscoll, you don't have time to yeah. No. You don't have time to to worry about Jalen having to let things settle in. It's like it's got to be one, two over the middle. Like we have two reads or Jalen's taken off. It can't be we're going to let this whole thing play out and we're going to take big shots down the field because once your right tackle goes out, you have to adjust your game plan. And where Sean Desai over the last couple weeks, we applauded him for his second half adjustments. Brian Johnson, what did he do? What did they do at halftime? They just say, "Oh, we're just, let's just keep going. Whatever we're doing, it, it, it just works. felt like they said, "Jalen, you got to, you and AJ got to win this game for us." Like that's all it felt like a high school football game. That's yeah. what it felt like. Like you two are clearly better than everybody else, but it's yeah. like, no, you, you you're an NFL team. That's the best team in football. And unfortunately, I want to talk about that because it did feel like Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown were the two best players in that football game. And they nearly Agreed, willed you man. to a victory on offense. Obviously, the defense stepped up too, but Jalen Hurts, I mean, finished the day 28 to 45, 280 yards, one touchdown, three picks, 47 yards on the ground, and a touchdown. AJ Brown is having, I think, the best four game stretch of any Eagles receiver of all time. Seven catches again today for 131 yards. I mean, they really did try to carry the offense. There's only so much two players can do but they definitely tried man I mean Jalen that last pick you just you cannot have it I don't know what he was even seeing there there are two Jets defenders boxing out Goddard like there's just no look there but the other two interceptions I don't think were his fault and he definitely elevated you today like that was one of for the majority of the game one of the best games I've seen ever of Jalen and so that's the disappointing part is when you get those kind of performances from your stars and you still don't win. It's that's why the Super Bowl 57 was so frustrating because it's like that's like the greatest performance of I've ever seen from an Eagles quarterback and we can't really highlight it. And that's what this game really felt like. It's like, damn, I wish we could celebrate those two and Hassan Riddick and Milton Williams and all the positives, but there's just so many frustrating parts of that game on offense that it's you can't really overlook it. I think it just boils down to that last drive and the last play in particular. Like, situationally, what's going on? You just turn the ball over. The Jets score on the very first play that they have it. Yeah. You have all the time in the world with two timeouts, Lou. Not once do they run it. It's like, the Jets know that you're probably going to pass, so what do we do? Like, tendency breaker. Let's run it once and set up a better second down. Let's set up a better third down. 
they never got to that point. And everything was playing from behind where I feel like Jalen was that one guy. And I know it's your MVP quarterback, but it always feels like there's that one player that you, you try to get him a corner three late and he misses the corner three. And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. Like it, it doesn't come down to that. Like it shouldn't have came down to that fourth down situation because you shouldn't have been behind the sticks time and time and time and time again. It was behind the sticks every single time. Hit your Eagles bingo card of converting third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, all before halftime. They didn't yeah. make it easy, and that stems from your OC, and it drives me nuts. And if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm throwing whatever ball I want to because I'm winning in spite of this guy. That's what it's boiling down to. They're sure. winning in spite yeah. of Brian Johnson. I, I I get it, and he, they were converting because of Jalen Hurts a lot of third and longs, but you're right. They shouldn't always have to be in a third and seven situation. There should be more times it's third and two, third and three, and that wasn't the case today. And Nobody really bailed out Jalen. Only A.J. Brown helped him out. I mean, Devontae Smith, I don't know what's going on, but these last two games, like, I don't. he looks like Jalen Rager out there the way his hands are. I mean, it's like, what is he? I don't know. That's It's just oh, not a good the, look. That's that's too that. far for sure. I'm yeah. frustrated today. <laughs> but <laughs> I caught myself there. But, like, what the hell, man? Like, catch the football. So, no, it just felt like Jalen was trying to just carry everybody. Like, LeBron 2018 Cleveland Cavaliers-esque. AJ, man. I mean, AJ is everything. I mean, shout out. That catch down the left sideline, unbelievable. He was the guy. I mean, he was the only guy. (laughs) I feel so bad. I would, I'd be so frustrated if I was him. Yeah. It's like, can nobody else make a play? Like, Dallas, you got your bag. It's it's Devontae, you want your bag? Make the play. It's the the LeBron J.R. Smith meme. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Hit the layup, bro. Yeah. Dallas got her dropping like an easy sit route. Like, what are we doing, guys? Just fundamental football sometimes wins you games and oh and four in the turnover differential untimely penalties that put you behind the eight ball Yeah, you're not going to win games like that you're not going to especially against an elite defense that's very opportunistic yes they're one of the best defense in the league when it comes to forcing turnovers they've made life hell this year for really good quarterbacks like josh allen and pat mahomes so yeah i mean this is a recipe for a disappointing trap loss before a big game coming up against the Miami Dolphins. Yep. And that's the reality right now. The Eagles are 5-1, and one, a 20-14 to 14 loss to the New York Jets. We'll continue to recap this game coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. Guys, today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Head over to LinkedIn, then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. This is the Lockdown Eagles postgame show. Final score, 20-14. to 14. The New York Jets take it over the Birds, who are now 5-1. and one. No more undefeated teams left in the NFL, by the way. The 49ers lost today, too, to the Cleveland Browns. And, Gino, that's the reality of the NFL. Like, it, this isn't college football where you're playing these really bad teams the majority of the time, and you can play at... You know, 70% of your potential. Are you, get, are you, you rubbing high? it in my face that That's Oregon lost a top to 10 that matchup? Is, Come on, dude, not after this weekend. <laughs> help me some So star. that's the NFL. Like, you can't expect to – and the Eagles this year have – they've been getting better and better every week. They've had most moments they've looked like a dominant football team. 
but they haven't been playing at 100% of who they are like they did last year the majority of the time. Like last game was finally the first one. I think they really put everything together and they still only won by nine because of your red zone offense. So when you play like that and you have so many self-inflicted wounds and the injuries, you're going to lose in the NFL. Like you're not going to get by every single week like that. Shio Kapadia just said that teams are one in 28 in the last two seasons when they yeah. are oh and four there or minus go. four in the turnover difference. Yeah, it's, it's not that complicated. No, we overcomplicate this sport so much. And so much. to your point, you're, you're right, man. Like it's not college football where like you're at Texas in one week, you're playing like the worst team in the big 12. And it's like, Oh, we could turn the ball over four times and win and still win that game. No, this yeah. is the national football league, man. Like, no, that, that never happens. That doesn't happen. And the way you went about it, it, it just drives me nuts, man. Cause it's like, why can't they, everybody put together a complete game. Like the defense put together a, an unbelievable performance with such a banged up unit. They didn't allow a touchdown this entire game. And all your offense needed to do was play average. And they played subpar. They played yeah. well below their standard. They played well below what we have come to know. And it, it's time to start figuring out what the problem is. You're a third of the way through the season. That's the reality. There's 17 games. You've already played six. There's 18 weeks. You're a third of the way to the playoffs. You got to figure out that offense because coming out of this stretch, I think if we go back, we said if you get through here five and one, you'll probably be pretty good. Hopefully that it wasn't this game that you lost in this particular fashion. Right, right. But now you you got to figure it out. It's like the man. frustrating part is like you see them be an elite offense a lot of the time, and then they just have these moments where it's like. What the hell was that? You're like you mentioned with Brian Johnson, the red zone, and then today, like in the fourth quarter, it's just there's too many moments where this I'm like this offense is way too talented to be do to be doing this. And again, losing Lane Johnson today was a main reason, but they've had Lane Johnson, Gino, in all the other five games. So yeah, you're right. They have to figure it out. And right now, it's like it's these little things that are just holding them back. Like they're almost there. Last week, you're like, was that the dam that broke? Like. All right, here's where they take off, and so disappointing and deflating to see that this was the follow-up performance. You know what this game felt like? Opening week, Washington, Carson Wentz, blazing out of the gate, and then they just threw their offensive game plan in the garbage, and they played down to their level of competition. And that's what it was on offense. I just think they felt, and they feel, like they, they're just a team that's going to win man on man matchups, and and they, they will they, the majority of the time. But it, you can't always get by like that. You just can't. You need your coach and your scheme to help you too. I mean, that first drive, it's like you put together two awesome plays in the red zone. It's like, oh, yeah. Devonte Smith is in the backfield running a Texas route yeah. or a leverage route on a linebacker. That's a that's a great. You got game one plan. play, two running backs on each side. We got one running back on each side of Jalen calling a receiver in motion. He's dropping back like you're going to reverse it to him. Then it's some RPO. I mean, they they were doing things. I'm like, okay, here we go. And then it just goes away. You're right. It's like he scripts those all week, but then in the flow of the game, he can't be creative at all. There's quarters two through four. There's it's all personnel and execution based. And it can't be that right. And no. Chip Kelly was right to a degree. Like scheme can sometimes help you out and beat those man-on-man matchups, right? But when today, guys are making simple mistakes, make it easy for them. Make it, because when you're 
going against a man-on-man look, you have to be perfect nearly every single time. I mean, there's times, I mean, look at today, AJ Brown, he gears down for a quarter of a second on that long run where he has a clear out route on a post. I mean, if he doesn't gear down for a quarter of a second, and that's AJ who played the best today. It's like even the best guys have to play perfect, man. Like you, you just can't default from the norm and their norm has been way less than what it was last year on offense. And Nick Sirianni, I mean, you're an offensive guy, man. You're the head coach. It, it really comes down to him. It really comes down to him and yeah. getting those guys in order. Like the general's got to get his soldiers in order. Jalen Hurts, he's out on the field. Brian Johnson's calling the plays. But the guy that holds the reins on all of them, that's Nick. And Sean Desai, everybody in Philly, if you see Sean Desai this week, buy the guy a beer, buy him dinner because he performed his rear end off with no, missing nearly half of his defense today. For sure. And that's the thing. I mean, like, shout out to Hassan Reddick. I mean, two and a half sacks today. Jordan Davis looked incredible. Milton Williams made some huge plays. Josh Sweat. That defense did all they could. The linebackers worked their butt off. I mean, you have Eli Ricks in there at corner at times. And then it's, I mean, there was a, there was a moment you had like, what, Mecky Gardner was out there and mm-hmm. Josh Job. So, and that defense was the reason you were in that game. The, and again, it's against Zach Wilson, so take it with a grain of salt. But that the defense has stepped up in, in most games this year late in the game. And they did that again and gave this offense many chances to put it away. And they couldn't. And, of course, you can pinpoint, like, the missed field goal, too. But, like, Jake Elliott, I'm not going to talk trash about Jake no. Elliott. That's a terrible miss. But he's he's been bailing this offense out all year. It's, it's on the offense. It's on Brian Johnson. It's on the turnovers. It's on the drops. They just got to be cleaner. Because next week I got news for you. That you lost that game against the Jets. Next week you play Tua, Jalen Waddle, you play Tyree Kill. I mean, that's a really good football team that's putting up 40 points a week. You're gonna have to keep up. Next week you need this offense to step up. Go back and watch the Washington Oregon game if you didn't yesterday. Washington, a team that is much like Miami. They just scored touchdowns. Oregon settled for a field goal one time. What happens? They lose that game. The Eagles today, they settle for a field goal in a situation where if they go up 21. Maybe they win that football game. You have to score points in the National Football League. You have to execute. You cannot go minus four on the turnover differential. And Nick Sirianni, if you want to be considered one of the great coaches in Eagles history, yeah, I know the statistics are great, 5-0, and back-to-back years. But get this team turned around once again. It's not the end-all, be-all, but it's a big slap in the face, man. This better be it because if you yeah. play down to this standard next week, you're going to be in a horse race. And you're going to be running backwards. For sure. That's going to do it for today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. We appreciate you making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. 20-14 to 14, the final score. The Eagles lose to the Jets. They're now 5-1 and one with a big matchup coming up next week against the Miami Dolphins. We're going to continue to recap this game, though, tomorrow with Stock Up, Stock Down. Three other shows for you as well after that this week, so we'll see you soon. But until then, for Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.